now that the dust of the draft and free agency has settled, it's time to kind of hunker down and analyze ADP with the first mock draft of the run up the score season. Let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott. Yo. And Tom. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to season three of Run Up the Score. We are hot and heavy into the third season already. We got rankings month coming up in June. and But right now, it's time for our first mock draft the episode, too early. Gentlemen. The way too early, the much the too, too early, early mock. mock. But... I think this is one of my favorite ones of the year. I think this is the first time that we can do a mock and have it not be crazy because Because the dust has settled. The drafts are rookies have reported and all that stuff. Any last minute lingering signings that may have happened after people didn't get the draft picks that they wanted may have already occurred. We're there. Basically, the rosters are set until injuries start injuries, happening yep. in training camps That's what and I was stuff just like about that. To say. Once so it's up to injuries now. Yeah, but yeah, the rosters but are. Uh, I would also set. argue, not that I want to argue, but the rookies right now, like let's say you're drafting early, you're probably not drafting in May, but maybe the only time your group of friends can get together is June or early July or right. something like right. that. Um, the rookies are going to be at a discount. There's no doubt about really? it. Really? Right. You don't think so? I, I mean, don't know. ADP I was, is determined by average draft position, literally. You know, that was a question that I was going to ask you guys was, like, what do you think the fact that we're doing a mock right now does to the value of these rookies? Like, They're I think Josh, cheap. a guy like Josh Jacobs might be priced a little higher before we start seeing what he looks like I in the preseason. I see Tom, what Tom's saying, though. Like, the data is almost against them. There's just been right. too many draft. Like There hasn't been enough time. But yeah. also, there are um, situations where by actual draft season or what we would consider draft season – um, Josh Jacobs might go too high, but, right. but that won't happen to everybody. And right now, especially guys that you would take like flyers on, like I would guarantee that Hollywood Brown doesn't get drafted. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's probably fair. Fair to say. Um, yeah. I, I forget what I was going to say, man. I blew it. You blew it. Was it because my computer pinged? Yeah, I my think bad. so. It screwed with me a little bit. It messed with my head. The folks at home couldn't hear it, but, but <laughs> It'll we come. did. And it's yeah. like, it's the only thing that you hear. When yeah. it happens. I apologize for that. That's okay. So, gentlemen, let's uh, let's paint the picture. Or, Tom, did you have something you wanted to add before uh, yeah, we start? I was going to say your apology is not accepted. Okay. Okay. Oh, I remember now, actually. I just wanted to bring up that we're using. <laughs> that we're not sorry. <laughs> that we're using Fantasy Pro's, uh, you know, draft simulator tool. So, they're, you know, it's they do a better job with rookies than, obviously, like a Yahoo draft would do. You know, if you just went into a draft lobby, if you even can on Yahoo or ESPN or one of those right now. But they, they do a better job with it, but there will still you'll still have to account for it a little bit, I agree. Yeah. So um, let's paint the picture of the mock draft situation that we are uh, currently putting ourselves into. We wanted to kind of be in the middle of the mix, so we gave ourselves pick five right. in a 10-team Lil Peep, half-point PPR league. And... Right. We're going to get started right now. So our first pick, the first order of the draft, um, it went a little interestingly, I think. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott first, Saquon Barkley second, Christian McCaffrey third, Alvin Kamara fourth. That leaves us with the fifth pick. And And the interesting question, gentlemen, I think is, you know, so far four teams have gone running back. Obviously, we are not the type to just follow a trend, but if we're looking to go running back, there's a couple of big (laughs) names that are still there in in you know Melvin Gordon, Todd Gurley, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell. So 
the discussion we were about to have before we were like, we should table this right now is gun to your head. If you have to pick a running back here, which of those four guys do you pick? Right. And it's tough. My answer was Todd Gurley. Um, it, where we're picking, there's a chance that some of these other gun to your head guys will remain on the board for our next pick. Right. And then you leave with two quote unquote elite running backs. Um, if I'm taking Todd Gurley this early, though, You're because taking another he is back. the child with arthritis arthritis from uh, Big Mouth, yeah. Devon, <laughs> yeah. um, I will be drafting his handcuff extra early. What, what's the early, what's the what's the round Today, scenario that you have in your head? See, this is my this is a perfect example of what I was talking about earlier. Right. Today it'll be a steal. Yeah, um, on draft day in September or whatever, it will it'll hurt. Yeah, so yeah. I feel a lot more comfortable taking but early today. As that, a guy that, who's always been a proponent of true. don't take a quarterback early, don't take a tight end early. That's the freedom that that affords you. Yes, is that you don't have to worry about filling those two starter spots. You can fill it with bench spots and easily, probably the most important handcuff to have at the running back position going into this draft season. I, I yeah, mean, it's a absolute it's hard to must argue have. that one. But like Tom said, like once the value starts to come up on these guys. Like it'll probably make me go away from Todd Gurley. I would honestly, between the four that you said, um, and Le'Veon Bell included, I would go probably David Johnson. Yeah. But even if you would threw James Conner in, I think I might even take James Conner yeah. over them as well. But uh, yeah, for that reason, like you're paying too much for me. I know the price is like what your the return is potentially great, but you're gonna pay probably two top six round picks to get the Rams backfield, and that's tough. And we even yeah. uh, before we hit record talked about james connor yeah I think it's a it's not crazy no um by the by most circumstances people would say it's crazy but deandre hopkins Devontae adams if you're someone if you're playing in a full point ppr league like those guys are going to be i take them here they're super premium there's no Even doubt about PPR, it you can't go awesome. wrong and see we wax poetic in the first round but you know no matter what we do here we're probably going to be in pretty good shape yeah yeah and so who's the pick for us though you see all of this running back talk, I look at DeAndre Hopkins is out there. No no receivers have been taken. So we can get DeAndre Hopkins if we want. We can get Devontae Adams if we want. And quite frankly, I think those guys look a lot better as the fifth pick than a guy like Melvin Gordon who's been out yes. for a bunch. A guy like Todd Gurley who his knee is such a big question mark. And you, we've already talked about it. it's going to be a major investment come September, August and September for his handcuff. Le'Veon Bell, I mean... With with the news of McCagan and getting fired as the Jets GM and Gase taking over, like there there's like rumblings that they might trade him because Gase doesn't like the contract. So well, even if they traded him, you'd have to imagine right. he lands in a similar position because they would have to eat that contract. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, but I'm comfortable taking DeAndre Hopkins here. I think that's a yeah. cool pick. Let's let's just lock it in. And I would give a lot of thought, me personally, to Devontae Adams, given what he gave me last. Well, what's year. really running interesting backs is even though off. we're like deep now into the second round at our next pick. In a real draft without playing against the computer, so to speak, yeah, people could be so afraid of Todd Gurley yeah. that he makes it back, and that's something that we didn't even bring up. So it's not like you had to draft Todd Gurley yeah, there, right? I'm now, having to... said that, none of them did. Oh yeah, but I mean that—that's just because you know, you know Tyree um, Kill's going to get drafted in yeah. this, you know. And I mean, think about it like this: like this is like the Doctor Strange fourteen million six hundred five different timelines in the first round for us, like. We are the only team that drafted a wide receiver in the first round in this mock draft. And I don't oh, know wow. that that's Truly. something to like hang your hat on. So this is why you need to do as many mocks as possible. You're not going to get to 14,605, but 
After us, it goes Melvin Gordon, well, Le'Veon Bell, Gurley, David Johnson, Joe Mixon. Devontae Adams is the next pick, uh, is the next receiver taken at the first pick of the second round. After that goes Odell, James Conner, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, and now it's our turn. I think you guys know what I'm thinking. Do we? You uh, are. It looks like you don't, but. You are the right. king of the second round stud tight end. So no. I see Travis Kelsey out there. No, I thought that no, was no. what you were thinking. I, I was only the but king I think of Scott just picked up on the hint. Gronk. Yeah, but so think uh, about this right here. Juju Smith Schuster is available. That's who I'm looking at. He had 111 catches last year. Hopkins had 115. We're getting potentially two over 200 catches, 20 touchdowns, 3,000 yards between these two guys. We'll figure it out at running back. I'm making the pick. Absolutely. The I like He's that my pick a favorite lot. pick oh, so far of like my pre-draft research. He's my favorite pick of the second round. Yeah. I've been taking him in the second round everywhere. And so we didn't go into this saying, let's go zero RB, right? No. But when Don says, oh, I don't know if that's something good that we're the only one who picked a wide receiver – in a lot of ways, it is because that means the quality of wide receiver that's coming back to us is going to be yeah. really high quality. And sure. we took advantage exactly. of that. So we'll get running backs. Uh, this is not, you don't have to lose your mind yeah. if this happens. A lot of people do lose their mind when this happens. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I couldn't be happier. And I mean, think about DeAndre it. DeAndre Hopkins and Juju Smith. Only way I'd be happier is if it's Dynasty League. Right. And the, first <laughs> right. Ver- <laughs> and the first version of your roster is not going to be the last version of your roster. That's why they call it a draft. Yeah, that's that's a good point, I guess. But that's so, not like, necessarily why they call it a draft. I know that, but but it does work both ways at this point. So, I mean, I'm looking at the running backs we've got right now. I've got a lot of guys who I'm willing to invest draft capital in. We've got Marlon Mack, Damian Williams, Aaron Jones. Uh, just a note of the run of players that went after our pick. Three tight ends go. Kelsey, George Kittle, and Zach Ertz. Mahomes goes as the eighth pick in the first ra- in the second round. Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle go. Antonio Brown sneaks his way into the third round, gentlemen. Wow. He would have been Is that something that you're going to consider going into the draft? Like maybe holding out, hoping like Antonio gets climb. to the third. I feel like he's going to climb a little higher. Well, it's worth that, right? noting that I, I'm going to have Juju Smith-Schuster squarely above Antonio Brown. I agree. I yes. think I will, too. Like that was not an oversight. Someone who hasn't been paying attention to the offseason might go, hey, Antonio Brown in the third round, and you yeah. guys took Juju Smith-Schuster? That seems a little weird. But once you actually sit down and look at it, yeah. it's not that weird. No, it I makes a lot of sense. I can't believe we didn't talk really. about Juju for 35 minutes, but we'll do that um, <laughs> shortly, I'm sure. Right now, it looks like you want to go running back. But then again, like I'll, I'll let it ride again. We got Mike Evans hanging out down there, but we've got some really solid running backs too. Marlon Mack is what the software recommends. But, man, he does not catch the ball. And in this PPR-style I don't love him. Style format, it's a little I, scary. I'm not feeling him. You know? and, uh, I'm telling you, man. I'm not I feeling think, him where they've got him. I we think, can have three top ten wide receivers, no problem right now. Yeah, and I've, I've, got, some, I've got some guys. That, and this is you know, how you corner a market yeah. in a league. I've got I some, see some guys running back that we could even wait another one on, right? I've got one in my mind that's not even showing up on there. I have a – There he is. Yeah. Like I, there are so many no, guys. There's like three that we could. Yeah, I think we should. I think Mike Evans is the pick. I mean, this is an amazing you know, receiving. Quarter. One guy I want to make sure that we bring up and we talk about. Obviously, we do all the time. Adam Thielen should be considered, you know, like a top five or six option. I think based off consistency, he's he's much more consistent than Evans. Evans is probably more peak and value, but. Thielen has been so awesome, and I just want to make sure that yeah. like, no, he yeah. should be. If people are letting him slip into the third round, you should be picking him. Well, he's right. actually so he's far awesome. down in this ADP right now that 
and I like the. Is pick. he behind Trust Diggs? Me. So it's like, why wouldn't we pick a running back here and wait for Thielen? In the That's fourth? exactly what I was thinking. We okay. can go Damian Williams or somebody, and then go Thielen, or we can put Thielen high on our wish list and see what happens. Also, Mike Evans squarely below Damian Williams in the recommendation. There's a chance that he slips as well. So. Obviously, to me, I think Damian Williams is the pick. I'll take Damian Williams here. It's it's really encouraging. That Don, this took a turn. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm fine with it. But Don's it just, wearing a Mike Evans jersey. Yeah, yeah he is. He's it like, was just like, I, I thought we were squarely on the receiver. I thought we were going to go Evans or Thielen well, it's right like now. You go, you go take a look but, at the available receivers, and it's so deep. Like I mean, there's like so many said, guys that we love still. Thielen's buried within the rankings, and he's going to be when you, yeah. you know, when you go and draft. Keenan Allen, there's a good chance he can make there's it to us. There's only been seven you know. receivers drafted. Right, so, and we have two of them. Yeah, and Mike Evans is ranked receiver eight on this, so it, it's unlikely that he gets back to us. But you know, I am not afraid to yeah. have Adam Thielen so then, flex for the whole year because, like, like, it's not a problem. That means that t- that three teams, or it's possible that three teams took a tight end before they took their first wide receiver. It's very possible. But is that something that you guys like? If it's is that Travis, something that you guys are going to do? If it's Travis Kelsey, he's he's going to finish. As a wide receiver, he was. Player. I think his numbers put him at wide receiver six. I would five pick, or six. I would year. pick Travis Kelsey over Antonio Brown. Travis and, Kelsey, to and me, they did that. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't take um, Kittle or Ertz over Antonio. Same, no, I don't I think, think so Travis either. Kelsey's in a tier of his own. Yeah, I think that people clump those three together as the three elite tight ends, but it's really one. It's really one. I think yeah. if you if you know. Ertz hasn't been amazing with Wentz. He's been amazing no. with Foles, yeah. and you know I, I still think that he'll maintain. I mean, he did break the tight end catch record. And last Kittle year. could, I mean, Kittle could easily drop off as well. He was yeah. like one of those guys who was. I know he was amazing last year, and he's a great player. But he was like by absolute think of, necessity. Yeah, think of everything that had to happen for him to have the year he had. Right, exactly. Let's lock in uh, Damian Williams. Yeah, it's, it seems like a two to one, but also that. No, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine I, with I was the pick. Say also, that you're in. Mike Evans goes immediately after. Adam Thielen also exits the board. So things are about to get interesting. Um, I'd like to see some of the available running back system is recommending Aaron so, Jones. Yeah, but. so the receivers kind of cascaded off. So if we wanted to go receiver heavy, it was really that was our time to strike. Yeah. And Evans, Tyreek Hill, Adam Thielen, AJ Green, T.Y. Hilton, and Keenan Allen are now all off the board. All of this is six and a half dozen, though, because Damian Williams, I would rank above Marlon Mack. He's more yes. reliable probably in this case than Leonard Fournette. Uh, I, I would have more confidence in him than Derrick Henry in a PPR system. And Josh Jacobs goes, but that's a uh, second pick that's of the a fourth Willie round. Monty. I'd rather have Damian Williams there too. There's some other guys. There's some RB2s that I'm definitely interested in. I'm not in. spending a fourth round pick on the starting running back for the uh, Raiders. I'm sorry. Kerryon Johnson, Philip Lindsay. These guys are more interesting to me. I'm way more Aaron interested Jones. in Mark Ingram too. Mark Ingram as well. I think he's going to have some duds though. Scott is pointing out Julian Edelman. I, I think, think he'll make it a though. Huge year, and I think so, he'll yeah. make it back. To I, you us know, as we well. can really round out this. Are we out on team. Aaron Jones completely? I would not be. I'm not willing the to, to invest is, that early. So okay. Obviously, last year he outplayed Jamal Williams, right? right? Uh, but they split a lot of time. Yeah. You look at the coaching staff now. It's changed. Where do they come from? Tennessee. Boo. Two running what back happened system. Last year. They didn't even figure it out with Derrick Henry until the bitter end. Yeah. So could be some frustrating I days. I, yeah. I don't He's wanna, already come out and said that they're going to split carries. Exactly. Too. Like, As a starter. Before I, you even watch him practice, dude, really? <laughs> where, <laughs> you know? where I'm drafting right now, I want someone who's, who's going to touch the ball an insane amount of times. And the person that I'm looking at to do that 
is carry on Johnson, honestly. Uh, Scott CJ Anderson signing Scott doesn't scare you. Chris Carson, no, CJ Anderson does not. Scare yeah, you. as you guys know, I'm a big Chris Carson guy. Um, to me, if you're really looking for touches and volume, he's the pick because they led. They were they were they led the league in rush attempts in rush last attempts. year. If you take Lamar Jackson off the off the Ravens, basically, yeah, but. So if you're if you're really looking for a volume RB two, that literally is Chris Carson. Is he going to be perfect? No. But and one of the things that kind of scares me too is that you have to spend another like he's he's kind of like who we were talking about before with Todd Gurley. Obviously, not even as good as Todd Gurley, but you do have to handcuff him. Yeah. For carry on, um, he is a two sixty touch guy last year, two sixty two seventy, and oh, Scott, you can pull him up right here, of course. What do, we got? what do we got? 118 attempts and 32 catches, and but he was probably pacing out to be pretty good. Yeah, oh, I guess, but I mean, yeah, that's like, I guess I was going off. But of pace. he only yeah, played in 10 yeah. games, but it was a frustrating 10 games because he was so clearly their best running back, and for, he was just off the field for spells. That it's just like, like his career high in carries was 19, and he rewarded them with 158 yards. So, you know, are they going to take the hint here? Or are they going to try to keep? You know this young guy, Blunt, especially now with CJ Anderson, right? he's a oh, free CJ agent. CJ Anderson's there too, yeah. so I like Philip Lindsay honestly. So we're pretty split right now. You know, yeah, Philip Lindsay, you know, I, he had a higher yards per carry than both of those guys. Yeah, and actually, uh, I'm I'm gonna walk back. Second in the league out. in yards per carry. Now he is coming off of wrist surgery, but I mean, it, it happened in it's December. He should be ready know. to go. I think there's no indication that he won't be. He'll probably sit out OTAs, but that's fine. You know, I'm, I'm going to walk back the carry on thing. Um, yeah. The numbers obviously weren't to what I thought they would be or scale. And I think Philip Lindsay is a nice pick. I, I would have Philip Lindsay above Chris Carson, especially in PPR. He's but, definitely the more explosive guy. And we already have so much consistency and so much basic, basically guaranteed value with our wide receivers. I think this might be the time where we can take a chance on a guy who's, you know, a much more explosive option at running back like Philip Lindsay. I wouldn't mind going Chris Carson in the very next pick either because yeah. of the the solidity that we have at uh at wide receiver. Yeah. And I'm not sure that solidity is a word. I'll be outvoted. Solidarity. I'll be outvoted, but just know Chris Carson will not make it <laughs> and I will be upset about it. Well, I will just say like there's no doubt in my mind that we could take Car- uh Chris wow, Carson. Who it. makes it? <laughs> what a run. Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Amari Cooper, Andrew Luck, Robert Woods, Stefan Diggs, Carrion Johnson, and Brandon Cooks all go before a guy who this show is just in love with, especially Scott and Chris Carson. Now, taking a look at our receivers, we work trying to wait another round on Edelman. He's there. He's now one of the so one of those suggested guys. But there's a lot of good receivers still available. Kenny Galladay, Cooper Cup, Alshon Jeffrey, Chris Godwin, never, Tyler Lockett. The receivers never run out. No. There's a point where the running backs really truly run out. Yeah. The the receivers for us, the well is always full. Now, so I'm, the only I'm player, happy to draft Chris Carson. I yeah. know he, we're not getting him again. No. Mark Ingram is very interesting here. I think that's what Don was about to say. I was actually about to say Devontae Freeman's the only running back ahead of Chris Carson, and I think all of us will have Chris Carson ahead of Devontae Freeman in our rankings, which are coming out next month. Would we agree? Oh, I definitely will, yes. Yeah. I don't know. I think the thing that... <laughs> That I even talked about okay. in the article that I, makes I, they're going to be close, just yeah. like they are here. They'll be very close. For what me. you know, right. what makes Chris Carson to me so enticing is that Mike Davis left. So yes, and Rashad he was the Penny's, bane of your existence if you had Carson last year. Absolutely, and so Chris, so Rashad Penny now comes in to he. Rashad Penny had 90 total touches last year. Mike Davis had like 125. 
So even if Chris Carson's 260 touch total that he had last year, which is a high number for a running back nowadays, you know, that could go untouched with Rashad Penny still seeing 200 touches in this offense. Right. So you can, you know, you can draft both affordably. Obviously, you, you're getting an RB, you know, what I think is a back end RB1 in the fifth round with, with Carson. So I'm No, yeah, I'm him. fine with that, especially with the receivers that we have. I think that our running backs are not like absolute locks so it's a good thing that we stack them up and look at this mark ingram survives that run and i think seriously because of our wide receivers that we can ignore that position just healthily sky's pointing out chris godwin here he's going to be the one of the trendiest guys of the offseason bruce arians is seemingly in love and chris yes. godwin is seemingly going to have a gigantic he didn't even role. make it to puff piece season no, before he, having no. puff pieces written about him. Yeah. I mean, this I guy. Mean, this was like the week after the Super Bowl that Arians was going nuts on him. And this guy was a top twenty-five wide receiver last year. Yeah, he had very quiet. He had by seven the way. touchdowns, eight hundred yards, fifty-nine catches last year. And that's a top twenty-five season. Well, you consider that he played in so many games yeah. that it's just going to do that for you Ugh. based on receptions and all that good stuff. Yeah, I guess. And the fact that he scored a few touchdowns um, is certainly going to jump him up a couple levels. Couple Chris Godwin th- had a good year. Yeah. There's no two ways. A couple of things I want to point about point out about the run of picks that uh, also, that really. happened before yeah. ours. Uh, Kareem Hunt gets taken in the fifth round. I think that's a waste of a pick to me. Um, yeah. And then three more. Done. Yeah. I mean, it's just the software. I know, but but three tight ends in the sixth round: OJ Howard, Eric Ebron, Evan Ingram. I'm not touching those guys in the sixth round either. Um, Just kind of, I don't know, trying to add some real life human decision making thoughts into into this automated draft. There's just not much we can do about that. No, not at all. I'm just saying, like, I don't think people at home should be thinking about doing that at all. Yeah, I mean, for me. The pick here is uh, is actually Mark Ingram. <laughs> I, We're going four straight running backs after, after two the receivers. two best, maybe the two best I mean, receivers. How, I mean, think about it. We've those, got two guys who are going to start at wide receiver every week they play. Those are and that, what that's two fifty, five hundred, seven fifty, a thousand touches between these four running backs. I, I don't know where Juju will land in my rankings just yet. It's top ten though. It's it's top, top five. five. Yeah. It's probably top four. So we have like a. We have a wide receiver duo that I I can't imagine beating. So no. I, That's, I will, it's really unbelievable that we even had the opportunity to yeah, compile. Yeah, I'll be hugely excited yeah. about it. So I like Ingram here. I don't mind going four running backs in a row after that. There's no, and I think we can that, roll the dice and get Godwin. There's next a round. lot of guys that I'm looking on that wide receiver. Someone list. else has to start picking running backs again soon, right? <laughs> yeah, five and, quarterbacks taken too. So I'm picking Ingram. four more teams I, that you need guys a quarterback. sold me on it. Like I said that. The total touches, we're like, we have four. We don't have amazing running backs, but we we got like a thousand touches between these four, yeah. and and we'll be able to play the matchups with these guys so easily, rotating them and in let's and not out. Forget, you're allowed to flex running backs. Yeah. Like I know more commonly, it's going to be a wide receiver, right? But Especially in a little peep league, it, it's going to be fine. And all of our running backs catch passes, so I'm yeah. perfectly. Unfortunately, happy. Godwin went along with Lockett, Jarvis Landry, Alshon Jeffrey. Allen Robinson, take him. Um, yeah, Russell Wilson goes. Darius Geis, DJ Moore. Which you I can think. have DJ Moore as much as I'm you scared. want. I'm more scared of Cam. I like DJ Moore as a player, but I'm just. I agree with you. The fear of Cam. I mean, I think that Kurt, whole Panthers offense outside of McCaffrey, you could have him. Even Curtis Samuel was uh, 
just you know right in yeah. line with him points wise, and that that's just somebody that we can yeah. get for relatively nothing. I mean, and you look at the running back depth still. Tariq Cohen's still out there. Kenyon Drake's still <laughs> out there. Lamar Miller's still out there. James White's still out there. Lamar Miller is a cockroach. Tevin Coleman's still out there. You know, there's like. There's still running back value. It's a deeper draft than people think. And if you want to talk rookies, we got Miles Sanders. Right. Miles Sanders is still available as well. Not only could we get Miles Sanders, we could get Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely. that's the thing. It's like we could, we could really lock up so many. But Edo Smith is really point, underranked. At this point, there's going to be some, um, there's some wide receivers. Don was looking for a big play, right? When we and I mean we had one with Philip Lindsay, but I think we have so many consistent options. You guys know the big play option that's up there on the board. It's our boy. It's Robbie Anderson. You can convince me on Calvin Ridley here as well. I can't convince you on Sammy Watkins. Um, the twelve games he's gonna play. Yeah, you most. know, I'm just yeah. His injury. I mean, he's the number one wide receiver in Kansas City. I think that's got to mean something. And we're in what round it's hard to say. seven? Yeah, so you know, I mean, we we have DeAndre Hopkins and Juju Smith-Schuster. Like, we can take a chance here and end up with a guy who, like, I think he has a sneaky wide receiver one ceiling. I'm not saying he's going to get there. What right. I can't he, jump and touch my ceiling. What did he net <laughs> for you recently? You know. Yeah. Right. He was there, man. He was there last year. Right. When Mahomes threw 50 touchdowns. Yeah. And really didn't do a lot. True. That's that's my fear. And for that, you know, I think I, I lean toward my boy Robbie. Or even Tyler Boyd, who is very interesting here. I can't believe Calvin Ridley is this high. I love Tyler Boyd. Super high last year. Um, A a completely consistent option who was actually better with AJ Green on the field. He's a guy who's one of those slot receivers that you know I'm just interested in. When did did AJ go down? Right around the bye week, right? I think it was right after. Yeah, he had you know he had a two touchdown game against Baltimore. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. He had a nine for one thirty eight in a touchdown. No, 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 I was thinking that. Um, when Baltimore and Cincy played, AJ Green went nuts. That was the he first always time they does. played. Yeah, yeah. So yes. then uh, it wasn't long after that 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 was the end of AJ Green theoretically for right. the season when Tyler Boyd, uh, you know, took over as the the wide receiver one. But Tyler Boyd was amazing with AJ Green on the field. It was no issue yeah. except that game where he couldn't buy a touchdown because AJ Green had them all. Right. Um, I'm cool with either one. I like Tyler Boyd for the PPR factor. In the beginning of the season last year, Robbie Anderson was getting it done on one catch right. for 50 yards and a touchdown. I see. You're, so, you know, yeah. as much as I love that guy, I think Tyler Boyd is a is a, is a great pick here. He's just so steady. Yeah. You, you don't you don't really have to sell me too hard on Tyler and honestly, Boyd. Honestly, like we could that. end up with Robbie in the 8th round. Yeah, th- we're 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 not looking at truly quote-unquote best available. We can really get him right here. Yeah. And, best and available- Watkins is still there too, Don. Yeah, and Robbie does not go. Matt Ryan leaves the board. Thank you very much. James <laughs> Washington em. leaves the board. Drew Brees leaves the board. Thank you very much. Take Corey em. Davis leaves the board. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger leaves the board. Take him. I don't Man. hate. I don't hate seventh round, eighth pick Drew Brees. I will say uh, that. That's, neither do I. That's a fine. Pick. I'll never hate Drew Brees, but that's a horrible Ben Roethlisberger pick. Calvin yeah. Ridley leaves the board. Mike Williams leaves the board. He's becoming a very trendy pick these days. Uh, Tariq Cohen, Emmanuel Sanders. Tough to get dude. away from the touchdowns in and Mike Williams. Kenyon Drake leaves the board, who is he's in line for some more opportunity this year. There, there's certainly interest there. After the inexplicable Frank Gore experiment in Miami, Gore. I'll never get why they did that. I mean, because he's a legend. Yeah. And they don't play fantasy football, Don. That's that's the, that's the that's problem. The, that's the problem. <laughs> Sammy Watkins still isn't it always? Scott, I think you said that already. 
But man, does that make our choice hard? Because it's a it's a it's a run of Ruts boys right there. We got Sammy Watkins, we've got Marvin Jones, we've got Robbie Anderson. Have nine quarterbacks been taken yet? And Dante Pettis. Uh, I don't think nine Ruts quarterbacks boy. have been taken. Oh, okay, I we're fine that. on quarterback. I'd like I I would petition to wait all the way until the fifteenth round to pick our quarterback, just so the this people. You know what? Let's do it. How late you can? Yeah, go. let's do it and see and see what we come up with. Lamar Jackson probably. But yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, so, what are you guys thinking here? Another receiver just to have some dart throw guys to to monitor throughout the season. Maybe it uses trade bait in this league. So we've league. established that Robbie Anderson is. You want to talk uh, about trade bait? Interest? Someone who's always around and always available. Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller. <laughs> it, so we could. Get, you know how I feel about him. He's my running back too for life. <laughs> here's a problem with Lamar Miller, and it's not so much a problem, but it's just a remaining assets available right if we get lamar miller i would be tempted to take deonta foreman just to make sure and okay. now we have six running backs on our but roster i have a new strategy yeah i'll have, have a, I have a new bench. strategy i propose anyway you're right because i don't want to do the handcuff with him i want to do the handcuff with chris carson and rashad penny exactly so, so let's go receiver here and then we can go rashad penny with the next pick so uh, robbie or sammy rashad watkins in, re- in relation to uh availability yeah Watson. he's probably rashad penny rb 34 seventh running back on the list it looks like the right move right here. I'm totally fine with going Robbie Anderson and then spending up for a handcuff on a guy that makes a lot of sense. There's no clear handcuff in the case of uh, Mark Ingram. So right here, no. I'm happy to do it. But Hunter Henry on a slide, quote unquote, I don't think he was really deserving. He's been our of top player spot. for like five rounds. Yeah, I mean, he's been recommended for a very long time, probably just because we don't have a tight end. I wouldn't touch him. I wouldn't touch him with a 10 foot no. right now. I think he's a good player, but, you know. Like David and Joku is me. way He's more got intriguing to, nail to me. It to Another guy we might want to think about handcuffing too is uh, Philip Lindsay with Royce Freeman. I don't know if it's uh, you know as necessary as Carson and uh, as Carson and, and Penny. I'm sorry, but you know we also have a bench availability, so we can stash another two running backs, and we still have another spot for a receiver. So we're we're deepening out because you know we're we're only having one quarterback, one tight end, one yep. kicker, one defense. Well, let's go. Let's Bills. get Rashad Penny to uh, to cover up this to because he's going soon. Penny's yeah. going soon. I mean, he's obviously and a Freeman. Bo- he's honestly, above might Freeman, too. and I am scared of Freeman as a Philip Lindsay truther keeper guy and all that good stuff. But you know, he, he doesn't made it to catch, us if we wanted. He doesn't catch the passes that um, that Philip Lindsay's going to catch, and I I think there's more vulnerability in that Seattle backfield than there is in the Broncos God, backfield. I love our receivers. And I really unbelievable. I don't want to carry too many handcuffs, right? Right. So I actually think the fact that we secured one and we have loaded running backs anyway. It's good enough for you. That we're pretty much good. I'd, yeah. I'd almost rather take a free shot on someone else later on than handcuff. Okay. Yeah. Since we've already got one. But I think we can address wide receiver a little bit more. I know we're loaded and I'm, I'm not hurting for it. But yeah, that's a guy that we're interested in. Day-Day Westbrook. Uh, Geronimo Allison. These are some of Scott's guys, but the 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 stats. Hunter Henry's out, still there. <laughs> yeah, Even a guy like Golden Tate. The stats we still available in the Deshaun Jackson went in like the ninth round. People love like, him this what, year. Like, what do you think he's gonna do there? I don't know. He's just such a what's his guy. what's he his ceiling? Been. Nelson Aguilar. He went ahead of Larry Fitz. Like his ceiling is a lot of touchdowns, I guess. Uh, but I don't know. Long touchdowns. I'm out too. on that. But that's a ceiling. You know, you're yeah. not drafting. You could be drafting four ceiling at certain points, but you know, future actually, Tampa Bay Deshaun Buccaneers Watson, running back Deshaun, Deshaun McCoy, Watson, Deshaun uh, Jackson on this team would be nice, yeah, because you know he's basically a lot like Robbie Anderson. Right. But I think Robbie Anderson has a lot more built in. Mm-hmm. Um, in this in this case right here, I like Dede Westbrook because I expect him to be a guy who takes a jump. 
Right. And yeah. like Golden Tate is tempting, but I, I he could be a guy who takes a step back. Um, and I think the likelihood just with that like, Day Westbrook takes a jump forward is, yeah. is large. And just with like the scheme fit, the the fit that he'll be with Nick Foles, I mean, like it, it's all lining up for a sneaky great Didi Westbrook. You know, there. and he he played all sixteen games last year. Yeah. He caught sixty six balls. One of the cool things too Which is felt like a miracle. Every one of his five receiving touchdowns came from the slot last year. Yeah. So you can tell that's his most efficient position. And like we've been saying early on, and we'll be saying all offseason, Nick Foles loves slot receivers yep. even more than we do somehow. <laughs> so And Dede Westbrook ran about seventy percent of his routes from the slot, which is an incredibly high number yeah. for any wide receiver. Royce Freeman went went. That's okay. Bye bye. I don't think I we, think we had abandoned that plan anyway, didn't we? Hunter Henry's still out there. He must feel so. I mean, he's like that pouty kid in the, the draft thing. room. He's Rogers in the draft room. <laughs> Back on his day. <laughs> Here's also the thing, though, right? Uh, Can let's I say this is a real draft, yeah. right? And someone takes Royce Freeman. They don't have Philip Lindsay, and they draft him yeah. back here. The likelihood that they cut. Uh, Royce Freeman at a point seems high is, is so yes. high yeah. that you don't have to have all of your handcuffs. I I like having one. Yeah, two seems like too much because I want to take my shots. Right. Um. And leaving with zero doesn't break my heart either. No. But in right. certain cases where there's so many attempts in that backfield, right? To secure the Seattle backfield for whatever it will be with two picks, it's so it's so worth. It the makes price. a lot of sense, and that's the reason I wrote the article to not sleep on yeah. Chris Carson. It was to to bring in that strategy of like you can secure these guys affordably, and they get a ton of touches. That's what you're playing yeah. for, especially with an RB two. Um, Another handcuff, even for us out there, if we wanted Carlos Hyde. Yeah, I I would almost there's a, there's a lot of guys. Does Carlos there. Hyde make the fifty three for the Chiefs though? I think he so, but that's, I, I would imagine um, he does. Can I sell you guys? We don't have to take him this round, and I'm sure we're not going to. Can I sell you guys on Jared Cook as our tight end? What round are we in? I think it's we're double late. digits we're now. Late. Yeah, we're in the 11th. So, like, I, I like we don't have to take him this round, like I said. But, like, just the, the opportunity there. Like, he's a big guy. The way that Breeze worked with Jimmy Graham in the red zone, like, I get it. He's coming off the best year of his career. I've said it before. Now he's in the best spot of his career. I don't know. You know, it's tight end. It's tough for me to look at that and not be excited about it. You know, just like when Jimmy Graham went to the Packers last year. Yeah. You know, the tight end position is tricky. It's not as cut over as you think it would be. Just because. Certainly not as you want to Just because Jared Cook had a great year last year and now he's on the Saints. So he'll have an even better year. It does not work like that. For that reason, I would probably just wait and buy lower. I bet he goes, you know, in a few rounds. Okay, and we can still pick. Like I, I think I'd probably take my quarterback before I took my tight end, and I take like you know our last bench spot for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, if you look at quarterback right now, if you want to scroll up a tick there, Scotty, we've got Cam Newton on the board. We've got James Winston, Winston, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, Rivers, Trubisky. I, I think getting. I'm comfortable with any of those guys. See, I think getting Cam here that's would be thing. nice, but it's a surgery thing that's making him fall anyway. So I'm not it's going anywhere near Cam. Scott shaking his head like crazy. Cam is amazing at fantasy. We have to remember if he's that. healthy. Yes. Okay. Sure. But at the same time, Playing there's with so his, many guys with a bum shoulder. It's and, too hey, risky. Trust I think. me, you're, it doesn't take a lot to back me off of quarterback. Right. Um, there's still plenty <laughs> of guys below the litmus there that I would take. Even like tight end, like Trey Burton was the the rave of the town last year. I could see him kind of having a bounce back, but he still finished as a tight end one last year. Austin Hooper was tight end six last year. He's still available out there. Vance McDonald was tight end 
10 last year. They're all still available. Greg Olson. So, like, Greg Olson absolutely buried. I, I would love to take him in the last round just to stick it Is to the Is there a running system. back that you would take to deepen it up or a, a wide receiver even? I mean, because for me, the only standout, and I know it's kind of like how many running backs do we need, is Adrian Peterson. Yes. Mm. Peyton Barber? Ido Smith. Peyton Barber? Peyton Barber, Ito Smith. Um, there's a lot there's of There's still guys upside. who could start Mike out Davis. there. Mike Davis. Yeah, we've also got the end, or Darrell Henderson to back up uh, Todd Gurley. Yeah, if we wanted to just go down there. and Even Eckler we, had we some, don't have him. But. Didn't Austin Eckler have a top 25 year last year? Yeah, but it was. He's on, running back 44. It was not when. And Melvin Gordon gets hurt all the time. But it was not when Melvin Gordon was hurt. Right. Right. So it was yeah, but it was it, with it, Melvin Gordon on the it field. It was unpredictable and in big chunks, so you never knew when to play him. Yep. Um how about this? We throw a rookie receiver out there. Nikhil Harry. I like it. Any interest in that? Yeah. I, I do, mean actually. name a rookie wide receiver in a better time. spot. I'll wait. Yeah, and he's a great player, man. You look at his highlights, it's like my God. And if he pops, whew. Yeah, and we talk missed about out on Edelman. Bait. So Talk we can about get a piece trade, of the Patriots yeah. passing attack. I mean, yeah, this, and he this kid a, could be amazing trade He catches for a ton of screens, and he can also go deep. Yeah. So uh, I think that's a good pick. It's an upside pick, and that's kind of what you want back here. Yeah. Now we're at the part of the draft that we don't like, where we have to pick a quarterback Hunter and a Henry and a finally end. goes off the board. Jameis Winston's still and a available. Is, uh, is Jared Cook out there? Uh, what do we say? Yeah, he is. No. Oh, I missed it. Jared Cook goes. Ebron goes. Njoku. All darn Delaney Walker. So, oh darn! Yeah, not a big <laughs> problem here. Chris Hang on a second. is being recommended, but he is also suspended. Do we know who we're targeting at the tight end position, defense wise? Um, um, defense wise, whoever plays um, the Giants, good. Well, the but, Giants were really bad, and they play um, the Cowboys week one. So Jason Witten would be of you know of the conversation. <laughs> That's cute. But the problem is, is the Giants were horrible, and then they were just okay. So like two years ago, they were the worst oh, uh, the tight end. How about the Falcons? Austin Hooper against the Vikings. Um, for week one, you're just saying yeah, the Vikings. I like Austin Hooper season long. I like Austin Hooper. Season I think he's long. actually a good value right here in the twelfth round. He finished as tight end six last year. What do we got at quarterback? I need Enough at, that we can wait. I need to look at Hooper's stats a little bit. 71 catches, 660 yards, four touchdowns. Pretty good year. Um, quarterback. Yeah, I want some more touchdowns out of it if I can. Quarterback, I you're can looking Jameis Winston, Jared Goff, Rivers, Trubisky. I know Trubisky. Trey Burton had more touchdowns. And something I was going to say before is that he played really well when Trubisky was playing, and Trubisky got hurt, and then he played really poorly. Right. And then the report kind of fell off. But in the beginning, he was hitting for yeah. that value that you took him at. And I'm not saying that we take him, but I'm saying that, you know, he offers a higher upside. They've got the Packers week one if it matters. Um, the Packers are actually historically very good against the tight end, so that is right. a shame. I would, But I've been known to throw up I some think, clunkers. I think we go quarterback then. We got too much indecision at yeah. tight end. Are you thinking Jameis? I, uh, my pick would be – my pick between those guys would be Jameis Winston. I think he has – Give it to us, Scott. Honestly, the highest upside. Give us the rundown of why. Oh, because he's got Arians now, yeah. and 
It's basically it's now or never basically for James yeah. Winston too. With Bruce, they Arians have no the running offense. game. They have no running game. He's thrown down quarterback one performances left and right. Ryan Fitzpatrick and James Winston, for the thousandth time on this podcast, have combined to be quarterback two over the last two full seasons, thirty-two full games, and that was with a coach that was holding James Winston back, trying to make him a pocket passer. You're going to see James move around a little bit more. He's going to get rushing touchdowns this year. He's getting passing touchdowns this year and he's doing it on this mock drafted team absolutely Jameis goes Ito and so does Austin Hooper Jared Goff leaves the board Deion Lewis with a late one Michael Gallup Naheem Hines Chris Herndon it's a great value on Deion Lewis and now who do we got staring us in the face but Vance McDonald and Trey Burton people who we were already you know those were the two options I would say where we're at we're so late in the draft all we have is tight end defense and kicker and we've got two prime choices i actually think that vince mcdonald has more upside in the situation too. and i would take him despite the fact that i stuck up for jay jay burton do trey you, burton right there do you feel any um trepidations because we already have juju no i honestly don't i think no. that these two could actually end up being the two biggest parts of this past game this year so it's not going to be James Washington, and they threw they might, the ball I mean, a ton. James Moncrief Washington maybe mix in. They won't be the biggest parts, right? No. James Washington and Moncrief, yeah. But they'll be involved. I don't want to say that James Washington is worthless because I don't believe that. But I think Vance McDonald is the pick. He offers upside, and he's a tight end, right? So I'm not worried that we have Juju and Vance McDonald. I'd be more worried if yeah. we had Juju and James Conner, even though that's right. an incredible combination. It's just. The tight end floor, like a good tight end game, is just so small that it doesn't really matter. Yeah, They can so, both exist. So one thing yeah. that I would just say, uh, there was a defense run that comes off. The software in this does defense first. Weirdly, um, they didn't capitalize Jacksonville. To me, if you're down to your last two or picks, right be Jaguars. first in. Be, don't, be, don't be the last. You know, Don't be last in line. Be first in line somewhere else. Kickers, yeah. nobody's picked any kickers. I'm just going to pick Tucker now. And, and the reason and that we'll match up defense. I like fine. Tucker over uh, over Greg Zerline because I don't like my kickers to have groin issues. Fair. Just a thought. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Zerline is the consensus number one kicker, and I just like, I don't know why. Not in this um, household. <laughs> so defenses, um, we're taking a look at the number at the ranked defenses, and I'm just kind of going over who they're playing. The Broncos get the Raiders. New England gets Ooh. the... Uh, why can't I find them? What? What do they have a bye week? What am I doing? No, not week, <laughs> week one. one. They play That's the Steel- sure. New England plays the Steelers. You don't want that. No, the Cowboys play the Giants. You oh, said right. Let's play, yep. let's Buffalo the plays the Jets. Yeah. Let's pick the Cowboys. Yeah. The Jets could be good. We'll go Cowboys. So could Buffalo's defense. Cowboys Giants, defense we'll was actually that. pretty good last year. Yeah, too, so we might be able to play them a couple weeks in a row. I you agree. never know. And there we go. That's the draft. We got a C minus. <laughs> Which They're means, probably going to say that we're not deep enough at receiver, which well, it probably means we're good. Dude, I, I don't know how we have to tell you this, Don, but the C- minus means you did a great job. Yes. To get, to get an A on this software means you did a horrible job. It means you picked the best quarterback. It means you picked the best kicker, defense, tight end. Right. Things that don't matter. You checked off the Our boxes that don't need to, to be checked until the later rounds. Season and ready to run through the competition. I'll rattle it off for us. We've got quarterback Jameis Winston, starting running backs Damian Williams and Philip Lindsay. Love Wide that. receivers DeAndre Hopkins and Juju Smith-Schuster, who might could go one God. two in the league. Tight end I mean, Vance McDonald in the very waning rounds of the draft. Flex and that's Chris Carson, thing, like, who we handcuffed. 
Uh, defense Dallas Cowboys against the Giants week one. Justin Tucker kicking 50 bombs on the regular. Oh, Tucky, yeah. They're called Tucky bombs in this <laughs> Mark house. Mark Ingram, Tyler, Board, Ro- Tyler, Board, Tyler Boyd, Robbie Tyler Anderson, Board of being so good. <laughs> Rashad Penny, Dede Westbrook, and Nikhil Harry on the bench. I think I love the Nikhil Harry pick. It's an absolute monstrous yeah. team. Yes. I, mean, I think, think if about, you were playing against us, you'd be very Yeah, and, and this is kind of so like... Too, man. And, and I think we did something that I really was loving to do like last year when I was at the back end of the first round, I was like, you know what? I'm hammering wide receiver because all of the running backs that I'm really interested in are going at the first at the front of the first round. Right. So like what we did was big run of running backs. Okay, well, guess what? Like we're gonna get a receiver and we're gonna get a damn good one at that. Two. We ended up with John DeAndre Hopkins. Then it still happens. And right. we get Juju Smith Schuster, and it's like we have two guys who are that's locks exact, that's exactly, for a hundred catches. Probably exactly more what than I was saying with catches. that. Catches that you know, be the first in somewhere. Yeah, don't, don't be the next in line. Yeah, be, be the, the f- best at something instead of a middle of the pack. Exactly, at something else. and we're so loaded at receiver that we actually might be the deepest team at running back now. Yeah, because if we took those two awesome running backs or those two awesome receivers, like like I said right off the rip, and then we go, Lin- then we go Williams, Lindsey, Carson, Mark Ingram. Those guys are going to be monsters all year long, yeah. soaking up touches, trade bait. Those are four two hundred carry guys. Yeah, and it's always good to be the first National Bank of running backs. Exactly, it's, some it's, people start getting hurt. It's good to have depth there, and, and the and assuredness of the Juju Smith Schuster and DeAndre Hopkins pick is exactly what sets us up and to the, do that, and probably the least sexy pick of our entire draft. Yeah. But maybe the best one was Rashad Penny. Yeah, because you know, God forbid something happens to Chris Carson, he's been dinged up throughout his career. You're locked in through it a 25 touch game right with one of those running backs and you know I, I look at this team and i'm just like you know we've got such an interesting group of players but a consistent group of players too like we've got robbie anderson who i think is going to just show out this year i think this is our full robbie anderson breaking out as a top you know 2015 wide receiver in the league we've got tyler boyd who like quietly broke out last year and I mean, we we talked about it. Tyler Boyd was what? I actually think, I think Tyler it was, Boyd is one of the best picks on this team. I think it was set. What was it? Seventy five catches, a thousand yards, and eight touchdowns in fourteen games. Seven touchdowns he had. Seven. Yeah. So, but like it's over seventy five, over a thousand, and seven touchdowns. And he yep. and he missed two games. Yep. And he it's was just consistent throughout. Yeah, there was, yes. there was very few duds, if yeah. any. And the good thing is, is that we have Robbie Anderson, who is the foil of that, right? So yeah. if we get into a pickle, we can try to throw. We got the, the Robbie Anderson heater right. coming Anderson. up on Absolutely. deck. And Nikhil Harry, the upside right there is just huge. I mean, he's a first round draft pick on New England, so I I don't know what else to say, but to screenshot this yeah. team and save it for when we take a look back at the 2019 season and say, "Damn, we nailed that one." Yeah. Yeah, I think and, so. And you know what? This time I'm actually gonna I'm gonna screenshot it right now. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna keep the grade in there, and I'm gonna send it over to Fantasy Pros at the end of the year and say, "Hey, come Can on, you now. Uh, actually, get your definitely boys." Definitely keep the grade in there because we always snip it out, and I don't know why. <laughs> it, it's way this will be a way funnier like post with the grade <laughs> for sure. I'll I'll tweet it too, and we'll get some hopefully some oh, I interactions I didn't among put the, the fantasy gotta, community and say, "Hey, what would you grade this team?" Because we all know that the these algorithms are worthless. Right. But yeah. they're fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're very fun. And you get to see who's coming off the board where. And like I Put said. Put the date um, as the save file, Scott, so that we can kind of keep track of when we did what. All right. Well, today's the day that we did this. Yes. And it'll come out to you guys on the day that you're listening to this. That's yes. right. And uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. That's the first mock draft of the season. First of many. Oh, many, it started. Many, many. 
It is started, and uh, we've got a special surprise for you for Memorial Day weekend. We actually already the Ruts Boys just had their first draft of the year. It was awesome. It was the dynasty. It was the the dynasty rookie draft, uh, and we are very pleased with did who you we say got. Dynasty? I did, um, and so we recorded the draft process to kind of get to kind of you know we provided some rapid analysis. We kind of tried to put things into the perspective of our teams and what we were trying to do, and it was interesting to see how that played out. So that was, is going to be I, dropping. I think the how. Um, how certain things went down and how everything yeah. unfolded actually really worked out in a cool way. It's going to be enjoyable yeah. to hear us uh, react to it naturally. For yeah, sure. and it was really cool because uh, you know there was no like connectivity issues or anything no. with the draft, so everything went. went Shout out to Scott's Wi Fi, and it was almost like a mock draft episode. So if you liked this, then you'll probably like. And guess that what? As well. There's yeah. more coming, <laughs> and you're going to be sitting in traffic headed down to the beach or somewhere for Memorial Day weekend. You're going to have a 30-minute Ruts draft recap episode coming to you on Friday morning. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's going to be our first mini episode of the year. First of first of mini. Get it? Did you yes. Get it? Did you get it, Tom? Because you didn't laugh. So, uh, Explain it to me. Perfect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the best jokes are the ones that you have to explain. <laughs> um, but anyway, so you can find Scott on Twitter at WagsFF. Tom is at HillierFF. I'm at Why So Serious. The show is at RutsFF. We're on Instagram at RutsFF. As well, you can check us out there. Check us out on Facebook, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, blah, 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 blah. We will see you all next week for our last episode before rankings month. One of our favorite times of the year because it's just that much closer to the real fantasy football season. We'll see everybody next week and on Saturday. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Friday. Friday. Sorry. Friday. We'll see you next Friday. <laughs> you don't have can one of you guys handle this? Friday. We will see you Friday and next week. That's all. Keep scoring. Hey!